It's time to play Shootout with Strick. Call now, 464-5685, to take your shot against Eric Strickland. Shootout with Strick, brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings. Time to play the game! Yeah, it's time to play the game. <laughs> kind of. But kind we're not going to play the game today. We're going to play a different type of game. And the reason, yeah, because it's all about the game <laughs> and how you play it. But we're at people. the end of the day, we're not going to play Shootout with Strict today because we're remote here at Mary Ellen's, having a wonderful time on the block. But uh, we're going to tease a little bit and talk about why the game is important and why the games were different from back in the day and from right. now. And we have a wonderful guest that will yeah. be coming on in, this, uh, in the second hour in Rick Mahorn. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to bring Rick Mahorn to the, to, to the atmosphere is when I walked in into that debate that you and Nick Sainard was having, <laughs> I, intense. it was very intense. Yeah. And then we began to get into discussions about basketball and – you know, this goes on from when we had the conversation with Sip when I was on the early break and kind of the difference and the uniqueness on the times of the now and the times of the then. And we got to talking and you asked a question. And the question was, what would have happened back in your time mm-hmm. if Draymond Green and Gary Payton II would have walked into the the, the area it's of, a good of, question of, of your too. Yeah, yeah, or your yeah. bench? Yeah. And... I wanted to answer, but you said, what would Oakley and what would uh, you Rick, know, Mahorn. Rick Mahorn types have Bill done? Bill Beer kind of thrown in yeah. that discussion, too. And I said, you know, forget that. I'm just going to call Rick. And I hit up Rick, and <laughs> I told lying. him. I, t- I wasn't lying. See, right. if I say something on the block, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to either try to execute or, or do it. I mean right. it. But, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to put it out there, and I called him, and, and of course – you know, just that's the good thing about being in a fraternity uh, like the NBA, especially, you know, some of us old school guys. I mean, we, we still kind of keep in touch. We'll get together and play in golf tournaments together and we'll get together and do events together. So it was good that Rick was available mm-hmm. um, today. He just asked, well, Strick, when do you want it? When do you want it? And I said tonight. He was like, cool. Absolutely. Just let me know. And so we're going to have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, too, Strick, is something I've always wondered Kind of like the guys from your era, maybe you can float that a decade before, a decade behind. Are you guys normally on the same page with today's NBA? Obviously, we can ask Rick about this, but it seems like when you talk about yourself and some of your teammates, it seems like the same discussion. Like These guys would not be the same players that they are in your era. And look, it's it's not that they wouldn't be good. Right, right. It's not that some of them wouldn't be great. It's not that some of them couldn't make the adjustments. I think there are some of those players. I think, uh, you know, for example, you – you okay, I'll give you a good example. You got to see a transition of that specific topic that we're talking about in Dirk. You understand what I'm saying? You got to see and watch the transition of it Throughout the prime years of Dirk, you got to see why it was different. One of your teammates, too. Yes. Yeah. Right? The reason being is early on, Dirk was successful, but he struggled because of the physicality. Mm-hmm. 
you got to see uh, Dirk and the Dallas Mavericks top team in the in the West. You know, I think 50, 56 some games, and Golden State, who had a bunch of hard nosed. Now it wasn't as physical, but it was still some physicalities right. that were involved. They did what Boston did to Durant and to Kyrie Irving in the in the, in the first round. Are you talking they about that Baron pumped. Davis, Stephen Jackson, yes. that squad? Yeah, that's and that was their game plan. Yeah. They said we're going to punk Dirk. And we're going to be physical. We're, every time he comes through the lane, we're going to put shoulders and elbows and knees, and we're just going to beat him up. That was the game plan. And, it, and so you got to see how a guy is successful but becomes great. And if you can't put hands on Dirk at six or seven, six, basically seven foot, shoots like Larry Bird high. <laughs> yeah. Can block. shoot before he barely touches the ground. Right, elevates, hangs, leans, waits till you fuck you 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 about fall on the ground, and then he shoots. You can't do anything. You, there's nothing you can do with, it. and you can't put nothing on him. That guy becomes very tough, right. and it's very reminiscent of what Luca is. Luca would still be good in a physical, but with his, he's not as quick. And, and, and fleet-footed. So if you're able to put real body on Luka, he, he, he's, with his shooting ability and his abilities that he has to create space, he still would be good, but he wouldn't be the same Luka that he is. I think part of the frustration, too, is when you look at that era, I feel like there was a need for a role player. Every team had yeah. role players. Now I feel like out in this series specifically – Gary Payton the second maybe is that example, but other than that, I feel like there's no true role players. Like mm-hmm. you, you talk about yourself, you said that you were the role player. I mean, you were the physicality defense. That was your Change role, of pace. and you knew that that was your role. Mm-hmm. I feel like today's NBA doesn't have that as much. I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think you have that in Draymond. I mean, right. you know, you know, even though he's a starter, he plays a specific role. Right. You know what his role is, um, but it's very sparse. You know, most guys kind of just get in. Like, for example, and a good example of that is Jordan Poole. Like, he in normal situations would be a role player, but in, in some situations, he was that guy. Puts up shots. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, it is it is a crazy dynamic uh, because, like, for example, a normal guy in a role would be P.J. Tucker, right? But P.J. Tucker puts up shots. He does. And gets bucked. Threes, too. You know what and I that's mean? That's a big part of it, too. So, <laughs> yeah, it's changed. The three-point shot has really changed the roles of the guys. And that's what's so fascinating to me, too, is because uh, I, I know Bill Lane Beer stretched the floor a little bit, but I, I'm curious what Rick would have to say. If he shot a three-pointer in the game, I can't even imagine what would have happened, right? I mean, that, like, that was one of those things. I feel like now everybody shoots the three. Yeah. Everybody. And it's, it's just mind-blowing, and that's why I, I'm so fascinated for this conversation. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. So, again, if you, if you guys are just now joining us, Rick Mahorn is going to follow us, or he's going to hop on around 525. Going to be talking about kind of today's NBA, his era. Strick is going to chime in, too. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about your era. Lots of great conversations, but uh, I want to make sure you guys know, too, we are live from Mary Ellen's 28th and Pine Lake. We're going to be here 
all night. The Husker Hall of Famer Eric Strickland said that he's going to take some photos and might sign some autographs. So if you got anything for him, make sure that you stop by. They've got plenty of food too. I'll tell you right now, it smells fantastic. We're going to get some food here pretty soon. They got a large menu. I know some of the text line has said we're already got our eye on that menu. And make sure you guys know brisket, catfish, pulled pork sandwich, slab of ribs, hot butter wings, smoked cheeseburger, baked beans, cornbread, collard greens, coleslaw, grits, mac and cheese, potato salad. And much more. They got all kinds of food. Make sure you guys come check it out again. It's Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, 28th and Pine Lake. Got a packed second hour on the block right here. We're going to talk a little bit some NFL. So uh, Mm -hmm. camp's going to be starting here pretty soon. A big conversation is kind of how you manage the salary cap. A lot of that starts with the quarterback. We now see the Browns. They've invested so much in Deshaun Watson, he might not even play. You see the Chiefs. They've invested in Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, the likes. Aaron Rodgers is another perfect example. Is it smart to give them that type of money with the salary cap restrictions? What does that mean for the Browns? They've invested a lot of their salary cap into a guy that might even not even play. So many things to talk about there. Also, Rick Mahorn, bad boys, Piston Center. He's going to be joining us at 525. And then at 545, we're going to wrap it up again. We are live from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, 28th and Pine Lake. Come check it out. they got plenty of food. And make sure you stay with us. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket.